one. Welcome to In Our Own Defense podcast. We're your host, attorney A.D. Winters, founder and managing attorney for VeteransDefender.com and Winters and Associates PLLC, and Dr. Dolores Tarver, licensed psychologist. For more information about our podcast, just go to In Our Own Defense at Instagram or via uh, email at inourowndefense at gmail.com. In Our Own Defense podcast, uh, our plan is simple. Our mission is to share truths and create dialogue while increasing our listeners' awareness of mental health concerns and fostering and developing a holistic wellness plan, which incorporates mental, physical, spiritual, financial, and intellectual components. Discuss a range of topics, including but not limited to cultural, social, political, environmental, and mental health issues, where we create a platform for useful and realistic action plans to encourage wellness and goal attainment. Um, Of course, before anything we do, we wanna offer a couple of um, disclaimers. The first one I'll introduce and Dr. Tarver will uh, introduce the next one. Um, The information provided on this website or our Instagram uh, or this podcast uh, does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available on this site and other sites that we have are for general informational purposes only. Information on this website uh, may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or uh, other information. The website contains links of other third-party websites. Such links are only for the convenience of our reader, the user, or browser. And our own defense podcast creators and members do not recommend or endorse uh, the contents of any third-party sites. And Dr. Tarver, if you don't mind, could you please tell us about the medical disclaimer? Yes, this information is available on and through and our defense broadcast is presented in summary form as a supplement to and not a substitute for the knowledge, skill and judgment of a qualified psychiatrist, psychologist, physician or other healthcare professional. The information on in our own defense podcast has been obtained from sources believed to be accurate and reliable. However, in our own defense podcast makes no warranty as to the accuracy, reliability or completeness of this information. Should you have any mental health, medical, or disability questions or concerns, please consult a physician or other healthcare professional. Information accessed on or through in our defense podcast is neither complete nor exhaustive and does not cover all disabilities, diseases, illnesses, and physical conditions or their management or treatment. Uh, thank you, Dr. Tarver. Well, first, you want to know who's who's on this this podcast? Who are you talking to? I'll introduce um, you to Dr. Dolores Tarver. She's a learned uh, professional. She's extremely talented, and she's an advocate for mental, spiritual, and physical health. Who believes in the importance of balance, the mind, body, and spirit to create mental wellness? With over 14 years of clinical experience and training, Dr. Tarver seeks to provide education and resources to help eradicate the stigma surrounding seeking mental health services, decrease barriers to individuals seeking culturally appropriate and competent mental health care, and teaching the importance of wellness planning as a preventive um, resource for reducing the development of severe and persistent mental illness. She has taught both undergraduate and graduate courses in diagnosis and treatment planning, multicultural education, and and psychological assessment. 
she has co-authored two book chapters and presented at various conferences on topics such as culturally competent ethical codes, culturally competent service delivery, boundary setting, recognizing and referring distressed students and religious coping. Dr. Tarver has implemented workshops on the topics such as integration of mental health in churches, suicide prevention, human trafficking, domestic violence, mental health stigma, recognizing the signs and symptoms of distress, risk factors for mental illness and veterans, grief and loss, conflict resolution. Dr. Tarver's received a, ma- a bachelor's degree in science and psychology from Xavier University of Louisiana and a master's of arts and PhD in counseling psychology from the University of Nebraska and Lincoln. And it is my pleasure to introduce your other co-host, Attorney Winters. So that is the man behind the voice that you hear. He earned his BS in business management in 1999 and commissioned through ROTC as a second lieutenant in the U.S. Army from Southern University, as he would say, the Southern University. After the horrific events of September 11, 2001, A.D. Winters was deployed to Afghanistan, I should probably ask how to pronounce that, where he was awarded the Bronze Star Medal after returning from the global war on terrorism. He returned to Louisiana and earned his Juris Doctor in 2004 from Southern University Law Center. After over a decade of practicing law, A.D. Winters went back to law school earned two LLM in 2017 from the University of Houston Law Center, one degree in international law and another in energy, environmental, and natural resources law. Mr. Winters and lectured on topics across the legal spectrum. He is at Embry-Riddle Aeronautic University, Aviation Law and Business Law, St. Leo University, Criminal Law and Counterterrorism Law, Florida Institute of Technology, Business Law, Logistics Policy, and Government Contracting, and Texas A&M, Texas A&M University at Central Texas, Advanced Business Law and Legal Environment in Business. He moderated the American Bar Association's conference, 100 Days of Trump, A Cuban Legal Perspective. He recently authored and published the book, American Po'boy on Cuba, available on Amazon. He is the founder and managing attorney of Winners and Associates, PPLLC, and VeteransDefender.com. Oh, wow. Thank you. Uh, uh, that, that is a lot of information. And uh, to our listeners, we did want to let you know you have some uh, really talented um, team here that's trying to uh, push the conversation forward. So here's our scene setter for In Our Own Defense podcast. What we're initially doing is a four-part series on the coronavirus and how COVID-19 has significantly impacted each of our lives. Uh, Some of those topics will include adjusting to changes in routine and accessibility, uh, decreasing frustrations and irritability, managing finances with limited resources, and utilizing healthier coping skills. These are uh, some of the messages that we want to kind of bite off. Uh, we recognize that COVID-19 is a massive piece of, um, of significant stress that is coming to us and we're having to deal with this all new together. And so we're, we want to bite this off a little bit out of the, at a time. It's not exhaustive, but we think these are the, the key things that we've discovered people are, are talking about. Uh, in our first uh, part one of this uh, series, in this first podcast, 
uh, we want to go through it. Um, the question of the day that I want to pose to you, Dr. Tarver, is what are what are families doing uh, to navigate this, what um, I like to refer to, you know, as the new normal? There's multiple layers of this, but, you know, what are some of the things that families uh, can do to navigate this new normal? How are families working together to work through uh, this shelter in place? That's an excellent question. I think a lot of people are wondering the same thing. Uh, I would say to people, creating some kind of schedule is the best way to manage this. We all need structure. We as adults do better with structure. Our kids do better with structure. And we want to try to have a, sch a schedule as similar as we did to prior to the COVID-19. So if there was a schedule of mostly morning activities and then lunch and then some afternoon activities, you want to try to schedule that as, as similar as you can. Now, it doesn't have to be as rigid uh, as that. So you don't need to be getting up at four o'clock in the morning. But you do not want to get into those bad habits that people are talking about, which are staying up late at night and then dragging during the day, because that's going to make it real hard for those kids to do that homework. And it's also going to make it difficult for families to get up and, and get their work going if they're working from home. And we need some downtime in there, too. So a schedule will allow you to be able to do your schoolwork, do that housework, work from home, be able to have those meals and breaks, have a bedtime that's pretty similar to what you had before and allow for those family activities. Hmm. That's a, so that's, that's the schedule. That's, that's fascinating. That's a great uh, idea. How do you, should it be extremely rigid? Should it be two, three, four? What, what, a, what is your take on that? How flexible or how, how should that look? Well, and the truth is everybody's a little different. You may have somebody in that family that's a little bit more structured and someone in the family who is a little less structured. So we want to have some balance. And this is where the adults in the house can work together. What would be the best schedule for us? So no, it doesn't have to be at 10 o'clock. We need to be starting. If we haven't started by 10 o'clock, then there's a problem because that just causes everyone stress. So it can be a little flexible, but we don't want it to be so flexible that 10 o'clock turns into two o'clock. Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. So with the with the disruption that's happening with school and work and our lives being disrupted, um, so you're, you're laying out a, that the family should lay out a blueprint or a significant schedule uh, that has the flexibility and the latitude to be able to, to adjust it as they go. What, there's, a, there's an interesting dynamic that I'd like to talk about, kind of three spheres here. There's the stay-at-home partner dynamic of the person who was normally in the house if one of the partners was mostly at home and who runs the household because that's to me that's the most important job that anybody can have it's running the household launching the kids out to school helping the kids with homework you know uh making sure all the bills are paid making sure like running the house the house is like a plant within itself so that doesn't run itself we need someone to to help lead that uh, that dynamic, then the next dynamic is the, the youth perspective and how to, you know, how to incorporate the youth in these decisions, this, this critical decision about structure and building a schedule and all of that. And the component of not the financial component, but the component of the partner who's lost their job in this, in this, 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 uh, this kind of treacherous stuff that's happening to families. So I'd like you to talk about those three. So what does a stay-at-home partner look like? How do we incorporate the youth into these decisions? 
um, as it relates to these scheduling and then how uh, how does a person who has lost that job and lost that sense of, of, of self-worth interact within this new normal? Okay, so you're going to have to keep me on track with those. <laughs> I, I will do my best. Um, so I would say that uh, for that for that person who's usually at home, maybe that stay-at-home partner, um, it is really important that everyone in the family has a clear understanding of who they are and how they work best. Um, and that's the kids, if they are morning people versus afternoon people. Um, if you as a stay-at-home partner are used to having uh, more of the day structured in the morning and then more time in the afternoon. Um, if that person who has lost their job is used to having the structure of that job during the daytime or the afternoon or the evening time. So it's really important that we kind of know how does everybody function normally. So outside of this experience, because we want to, again, create as much of that as we can, because a lot of times we get our meaning and purpose and our value from what we do. We're all pretty accomplishment based. And so when you start taking things away from us, then it starts creating anxiety and depression. So one, we want to make sure that everybody knows what they need in this conversation. So what is what is going to be best for me as a kid? Do I have ADHD? Am I on medication? Um, am I a person that's difficult to get going in the morning? Am I a person that needs to, to stand up and move around a little bit instead of just sitting down at the day um, all day long? Uh, for that stay-at-home mom, um, are there certain things that are very, very important to me, such as, hey, lunch and breakfast are important for us to have on time. I can be a little bit more flexible around other things. For that person who is unemployed, making sure that they have some kind of say in what is happening so they feel like they're involved and that their role in the family does not change simply because their employment status has changed. Um, so how does that look? Uh, so for um, one thing, I think it's very, very important that when we're setting this schedule, that we make sure that everyone has a part to play in this schedule. So for that mm. child, um, they may say, hey, mom, like math is my worst subject. Um, I'm better in the morning. So my more alert in the morning. I tend to be more productive in the in the morning. So can I do math in the morning? Because it's hard for me, but I'm most alert. So I'll have the energy and time for it. And then can I move my other um, topics that I have to study in school to the afternoon when I'm a little bit more tired, but I'm good at those things so I can rock that out. Okay, so that's how one way a, a child can participate. For that stay-at-home mom, she may say, look, one of the things that I need is a break from you all. So it may be mm. important to have 30 minutes, 60 minutes just to myself, even if I have to go to the car, just so I can have that time because I'm not used to all of you being here. And so it's really difficult having so many people in my space competing for my attention at the same time. So let me have that break that time away. That partner who lost their job or is underemployed during this time may want to take on a specific role in the family so that that person can have a purpose. Hey, when you take your break, what I'll do is I'll be responsible for dinner. I'll be responsible for getting the kids their bath. So I feel like I'm doing something productive in the family while I may be looking for jobs too. I don't want to just have my role simply be that a provider. Now that that's gone, I don't have a role. That, that's that's brilliant. That's that's absolutely brilliant. And, and it's very similar to uh, some of the resources I found on healthychildren.org. Uh, these things that you were you were laying out and articulating. Uh, that I think it's absolutely brilliant. And and to the listeners, we know who is going to carry uh, this podcast in our own defense, <laughs> in my own defense. I'm not nearly as talented as Dr. Tarver. I, I However, know you all heard that bio. Uh, 
I can I can definitely ask good questions and smile. So uh, I that was an that was very enlightening, um, and I hope our listeners are understanding. Uh, website that I found was uh, healthychildren.org, uh, and I'm sure Dr. Tarver is going to post more on our Instagram um, site. Uh, so this, uh, you know, concludes this episode of In Our Own Defense as we tackle COVID-19. We understand COVID-19 has had a significant impact on each and all of our lives. Uh, so uh, we are your host, Attorney A.D. Winters and Dr. Dolores Tarver. For more information on our podcast, please follow us on social media at Instagram 